Phil, have you ever sent a message in a bottle? Or have you like ever found one? No. I'm always on the lookout. Are you really? You're on the lookout. <laughs> yeah. Peach Coleman for a pen pal. <laughs> yeah, if I ever, you know, find myself, you know, trolling across the beach, I'm looking for a message in a bottle. I'd love to find one. Yeah. And then just throw it back in. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> yeah i've never found one either i think the closest thing that i've ever participated in was i believe in elementary school i took part in one of those like time capsule things like you know you bury oh uh, yeah bury some trinkets and then years and what years did you later, put in it i don't even remember i really don't remember it could have been a drawing or something i'm not i'm not sure uh pokemon card <laughs> worth Dude, a lot right probably, now. yeah put my charizard in there <laughs> damn damn <laughs> I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go like dig it up like I don't know when it was supposed to be unearthed, but I'm gonna go to that stupid school and I think it was buried near a tree. <laughs> dig that mm. shit up. I bet they like forget about it. That school's been turned into a different school. They just forget about it completely. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna show up and it's just like a massive Walmart and then <laughs> you're like, oh no. no. It's now gonna I have be to haunted. Buy all yeah. these Pokemon cards just so I can get inside the Walmart and have like a reason to be like digging into the earth, like underneath like the concrete floors. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. This is a Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying out the shovel. <laughs> gotta make sure it works. You guys sold jackhammers? Yeah. <laughs> you got experience <laughs> in fucking supermarkets and shit. You gotta go. Yeah. Work your way up. Yeah. Get a night shift. Yeah. Just, just you just bury fuck off like in while, holes. make everybody else <laughs> you're making everybody else like stock yeah. you know groceries and you're just like over in a corner just like shoveling. <laughs> <laughs> they had a noise complaint, huh? <laughs> no, the reason why I asked though, cause low key there have been a lot of weird message in a bottle stories popping up like on different news outlets around the internet lately. And oh. I don't know if it's oh, just yeah. like this weird wholesome content to populate people's food feeds or or what, but I just kind of want to know what's up with all the bottles and why now it's like the flavor of the month to have like message in a bottle stories. Just don't. It's, it's been a lot. Like the first story that caught my eye was from January when an eight-year-old girl in Devon found a bottle with a note from a six-year-old boy in Cornwall. After they discovered who the boy was, the girl and the boy had become pin pals. So the boy said that he started sending the notes because people in the olden days didn't have phones. And he threw a bottle into the sea on the 23rd of January. (laughs) And then six days later, some 70 miles away, the little girl and her family found it in Devon. There's that. The olden day. Yeah. What a fucking piece of shit. Six-year-old. You don't know fucking shit. Fuck off. What a <laughs> you don't know shit. Similarly, there was a story in, uh, in that surfaced a few days later about a boy from Dal Beatty in Scotland whose parents launched his own message that read, Hi, I'm Sonny. I'm six years old. Why are they always six as well? It's a thing at that age. You have the need to throw stuff in the ocean and connect. <laughs> I'm six years old. If you find me, please write back. That sounds like a kid in a well. If you find me, please help. <laughs> please write back. 
And this bottle was launched from Dundrennan, and within four days, it turned up in Bangor, Northern Ireland, where it supposedly... Another six-year-old. ...found it and wrote back and only said, My name is Eli, and I'm six too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all six-year-olds have to talk about, the fact that they're thick. Yeah. I would, I would have, I would have gone further with. I would write like a whole thing, like I'm stuck on an island. I, you know, I, I would shipwrecked. I'm somewhere here. Please send help. You know, I'm living off coconut and wasting or whatever. And then you would see this huge media frenzy of them tr- desperately trying to find this kid on an island. <laughs> I'm sick. The mom was pretty jealous sounding. She said that she launched her own letter from that same spot 40 years ago and she never got an answer. I kind of, I want to know, do you think that is real or fake? Was she sick? Maybe. She might have been sick as well. (laughs) This whole story. Because that's the magic number. If you're five or seven. No. (laughs) They're ridiculous. If you throw a bottle in in the ocean, I feel like no one's ever going to find it. It's going to drift away into the middle of something. It's just weird. I feel like that they're just making up stories now. Maybe could they're wholesome. Yeah, okay. Not very wholesome. The, f- the first one I felt like maybe, like, because it seems like they actually had confirmation that there was two kids that were impaling each other now. So that felt a little bit more real. But I don't know if this one is real at all. I mean, just like, my name is Eli and I'm 6'2". It was sent to this little boy days <laughs> later. Within four days... And it's sort of like, what? And also, is it just like a grown man sending this letter to... I mean, that's what I would think. If this is real, it's just actually a grown man. Grown man man and trying to groom children on beaches. (laughs) I'm Eli. And he actually meant that he's six foot two. (laughs) 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 I'm totally six years old. (laughs) If it is, kid, it taps into, it's one of those, like, stories that sound nice, but aren't, because they shouldn't have to. It, it, for me, it speaks to a, a desperate need. Yeah. For even children, at the, to connect with one each other, mm. with one another, you know? They're so desperate for someone to talk to someone on their level, someone that is also six years old, because school to close. That they're yeah. throwing messages into the ocean in order Fucking to do littering. And maybe the parents are writing back. <laughs> yeah. I bet the parents like dropped one on the beach and they're like, oh look, we found one. <laughs> and they just wrote, I'm Eli, I'm sick. Nothing specific. Yeah, I mean, the letter that was returned was actually mailed, posted to the little boy. So, because I think they put oh. their, their address in there. So it's not like they're finding another message in the bottle. Because that would be completely ludicrous. Completely ludicrous. <laughs> you, yeah. You shouldn't, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be sending out your personal details, though. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah, be sending seriously. out your personal details. Uh, hi. My name's Eli. I'm going to come kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, t- they tell you over the phone, don't even, like, give away your, like, you know, bank details and shit. Yeah. You need people, like, throwing their address into the ocean. <laughs> no, that's absolutely crazy. It's like when Santa writes back. Yeah. Definitely the parent. Yeah. Santa Claus. It's not real. Mes- messages in a bottle aren't real. <laughs> Just like Santa Claus. <laughs> a myth. The next one I saw was a couple of weeks ago. There was a bottle that washed up on the shores of Hove near Brighton. And there's two 21-year-olds. One was named Indiana Tarrant. Oh, God. Indiana, really? Oh, gosh. Indiana. And 
you named your stuff after the dog? <laughs> <laughs> and Luca Gambarini, they were skimming stones on, on Hove Beach when they discovered a bottle. <laughs> At first, they thought the bottle was empty, but then on closer expe- inspection, of course it was Indiana. You realize this fucking Dr. Jones over yeah. here. Uh, they found you- fucking beer and cigarettes in there. <laughs> <laughs> but he realized that it had a sealed cap and the note was inside. And when they opened it, they discovered a letter dated August 7th, 1961. And it read, No. Dear you Yanks, how's life across the pond? Through this from Pleasure Beach in Blackpool, UK. Suppose I should say cheers for the help in the war. Roy Orbison is starting to kick off here and everything's seeming to get pretty groovy. <laughs> I wonder what it's looking like on your side. Never been to America, but I'd love to put on a Stetson and ride on horseback. Hope this message finds somebody well. And it was signed Bobby Desu Eggs and Mates. And mate, that sounds fake. I'm calling complete bullshit on this because also it looked like where the name was, they had like Pleasure Island, Blackpool, like maybe an address, but it like also looked like that there was a mobile phone number written. <laughs> oh, seven, nine. It was like, what? <laughs> this sound and that note sounded like someone trying to sound like you're from the 60s. Yeah, definitely. You and also, I mean? if, make if someone sense. sent that like and saying, dear you Yanks, and I found that in America. I would definitely throw it back. Especially if they fucking Fuck tried to you. say, Oh, I want to put on the Stetson and ride on horseback. Fuck off, man. Americans, <laughs> like, that's just not like America, dude. Fuck off. And you're goddamn right, thank you for the war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> put some uh, respect uh, on that name. Yeah, so I, I'm calling bullshit on this one. So... In the past few days, there's a few more stories that began popping up. And I, I swear, I mean, these are like just, I've seen a lot of them, and it's really weird. And I'm like, what's up with all these messages? So one was from CNN, which was a really in depth story. And I, I believe this to be true because it was about an American, but again. Oh, it's only true when an American does that. <laughs> what the fuck is up with these names? Robin Roger. Robin Roger. He has two first names. Robin Roger. <laughs> Robin Roger Beaver. That sounds like a Royal Pinson song. Robbie Roger. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. He was 15 years old and he was walking along a beach in 1967 in Liberia, West Africa, where his father was stationed at the U.S. Embassy and he found a whiskey bottle that had a letter inside. The letter was dated from two years before in 1965 and it had read, I threw this bottle off a merchant marine ship passing over the equator near Central Africa. My name is Gustav Martinson. I'm a Swedish merchant marine, and it included a return address. So when the boy wrote back, Martinson, who was in his late 20s, thought he wasn't like the ideal pen pal for a 14-year-old. So he introduced the boy to his wife's sister, Saija Kuparin. Kuparin, I don't know, sorry. And uh, she was a 14-year-old from Finland. And she eagerly wrote the boy back, and they just ended up being like pen pals for 50 years. This one, I think, without a doubt, is real because there are proper images from over the years of like all the letters. There are weird details. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, 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 I don't know. This one's kind of like that. Some thought was put into it. It's like the wholesomeness, you know, that actually feels kind of viable instead of this like. Hi, I write letter. I hope you find from some like <laughs> bullshit six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Devon or whatever. 
Another story was just from the other day was about a Norfolk lifeboatman who found like a jam jar containing handwritten messages of hope for a post-COVID world. And he's, this jar was like, turned out it was launched from the, uh, from the Netherlands. No, it was... <laughs> <laughs> like, how did they know? How did they know? <laughs> it was it was launched from the staff at a uh, preschool in, in the Netherlands. And the guy ended up planning on just relaunching the jar with messages from his own family. So that was kind of sweet, kind of wholesome. But then, dude, oh my God, just yesterday, the story surfaced about a man named Oliver McManus. Or Oliver McManus. McManus. Manus. McManus. 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 He received a bottle that contained something suspicious looking inside. What do you think was inside of this bottle? Uh, (laughs) No, but it was a full bottle of urine that was a part of his HelloFresh delivery. Now how's that for a message in a bottle? (laughs) Suck it, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, this guy like apparently tweeted this. He tweeted HelloFresh. He said, hi at HelloFresh UK. I'll keep it simple. Why have I received someone's bottled up piss as part of my order? Looking forward to your response on this one. And then he added, give me an address. I'll send it, send it to you and you can have a whiff if, in case if you're skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> That's poor funny. Guy. Just a bottle I mean, of piss. Maybe it's like a promotion they're running. I don't know for what. Breadcrumb. Hey, born again patriots. Did you know that drinking urine has a wide range of benefits, including healing wounds in the mouth, improving eyesight, replacing lost nutrients, boosting the immune system, and supporting thyroid health? It's the perfect medicine. That's why we're here with Patriot Piss from BNR. It's 100% pure white bread American piss straight from God's country. Don't listen to that science bitch trying to tell you there's no health benefits from drinking urine. Look at the Romans. They were very smart. They once held one of the world's largest empires. Ancient Romans believed a piss from Portugal could cleanse their mouths and whiten their teeth. Imagine what pure American piss could do. Pianos Patriot Piss is specifically designed with your health in mind. Each jar contains 950 milliliters of pure piss from our proudest patriots. Not only can you use it to lower your blood pressure, but it even comes in hand when you find yourself in a snag. Urine is a natural antiseptic and it does wonders out there in the wild when poured on poison ivy rashes, bearballing victims, gator bites, and hell. True American Patriot Piss is even known to sterilize rattlesnake venom. Call now and tell them Breadcrumb sent you and we'll sign you up for a PNON Patriot refill program. Our jars are 100% recyclable, which means you can refill them with your own piss. Each morning, you can find your fresh jars of piss at your doorstep, and our delivery man will pick up your recycled jars to be redistributed to other members of our refill scheme. Just like the way the milkman used to drop off your milk. Peanut, share the wealth. So all these messages and bottles, though, Phil, it kind of got me thinking about the history of sending messages and bottles. And I found that the act actually dated could possibly date all the way back to 310 bc like in water current studies supposedly carried out by the greek philosopher theophrastus and there was 
a Japanese medieval epic from 1177 AD about an exiled poet who launched wooden planks on which he inscribed poems. And then in the 16th century, Queen Elizabeth I created an official position of uncorker of bottles. <laughs> That's how many they were getting. <laughs> yeah. How many fucking bottles are we washing up? Exactly. Like, it's a tough job, but you know, we do what we can. We get by. Uh, her, her thought was that like some of the bottles might contain secrets from British spies or fleets and decreeing that anyone but, but it else was mostly up, pee. It was mostly piss. Just piss. <laughs> There's nothing to do in like 17th century Britain, you know? Apart from pissing a jar and like throw it into yeah. the ocean. <laughs> Hoping the royal uncorker fucking catches you. And basically, she decreed that anyone else opening bottles could face death penalty. <laughs> Or they just face death from opening up some really rank urine. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone caught uh, uncorking a bottle without permission to do so will be chopped up and put into a bottle and corked. <laughs> well, a lot of messages and bottles or just bottles being sent off was kind of purely scientific. So sending objects like drift bottles into the bodies of water was used to develop ocean circulation maps. Particularly the child murderer, Ben Franklin, was using them in the mid-1700s to find the existence <laughs> of the location of the Gulf Stream. Hmm. Hmm. Which never gonna explain how Ben Franklin had, like, 15 bodies in an attic or whatever. Yeah, moving on. Uh, more recently... <laughs> <laughs> Not interesting. More recently, drift bottles uh, are used to study, you know, ocean currents, you know, so kind of like all the way back from whence they first started they've kind of just been used to study ocean currents but the romanticizing of sending bottles like messages and bottles came from about the 1800s when you had like Edgar Allan Poe and Charles Dickens each writing works depicting the act and this is where a lot of people you know just started to find pen pals so I want to like find out more about famous pen pal stories or just like story famous stories and messages and bottles and i started to find some weird weird things so like for instance when christopher columbus encountered a storm returning from america he was said to have written on a piece of parchment what he found in the new world and then he requested it to be forwarded to king ferdinand and queen isabella of spain he enclosed the parchment and wax ball and then placed it in a wooden barrel that was cast into the sea. I guess in case if he fucking died. In this storm. <laughs> But the communication was never found. So, who knows? And we'll never know what he found in the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> never know. Probably Native Americans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was probably a lot of, like, deep secrets in there. Like, you know, we killed a lot of people. <laughs> like, there was already people here. Uh, we didn't discover that. Yeah, we know that now. <laughs> no, I thought it'd be more interesting to be like, you know, oh, we took over this land and also I have a third testicle. Quit fucking. <laughs> we'll never know. Dear Ferdinand, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I, I secretly bedded Queen Isabella before I left. Tell her that I love her. Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> Um 
<laughs> Dear King Ferdinand, remember that uh, jar of piss you found, and I said uh, I had no idea uh, where it came from. Uh, it was me. <laughs> it was definitely me. Uh, it was def- that was like totally 100% pure Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Forever yours, good to it. So I was looking up and there was apparently a string of hoaxes of bottles that were said to be tossed from the Titanic and the yes, the, the uh <laughs> Lusitania as well. Just like so fucked up. Like there's just bottles people throwing bottles out to the sea. <laughs> they claiming to be from the Titanic and the Lusitania. That's so messed up. up. People are like, oh, finally, it might be from a loved one. <laughs> and it's just people like opening and like, ha, I made you look. <laughs> but then my reading started to get a little bit darker. On December the 23rd, 1927, Francis Wilson Grayson, who was the niece of U.S. President Woodrow Wilson, was to attempt to be the first woman to make the transatlantic flight on solo. However, her plane disappeared en route from New York's Long Island to Harbor Grace, Newfoundland, and was never found. A bottle message, though, was found in Salem Harbor, Massachusetts in January of 1929, a couple years later. The unauthenticated message reading, 1928, we are freezing, gas leaked out, we are drifting off Grand Banks, Grayson. Yikes. That did not sound good. I'm sure she's fine. Although it could have also been fake. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think people in 1927 had that kind of imagination. <laughs> there, I said it. Jesus, you know, in the 1912 and you know 1914 or whatever, 1915, these motherfuckers are like hoaxing letters from shipwrecks. So may as well be hoaxing like. <laughs> The death of the niece of a U.S. president. Yeah. In December 1928, a trapper working at the mouth of Agawa River, Ontario, found a bottled note from Alice Beatrich, an assistant stewardess in her early 20s who initially survived the December 1927 sinking in a blizzard of the freighter Kamploops. And before she herself perished, wrote, I'm the last one left alive freezing and starving to death on Isle Royale in Lake Superior. I just want my mom and dad to know my fate. Ooh, Ooh big yike. I think, I think they would know. What was described as perhaps the most famous message in a bottle love story? Oh, um, the police. Sting. Sting wrote the most famous <laughs> message in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Message in a bottle. <laughs> In March 1999, a green ginger beer bottle was dredged up by the fishermen off the Essex coast. The bottle contained an 84-year-old letter tossed into the English Channel on September the 9th, 1914, by British soldier Private Thomas Hughes, days before he was killed in fighting in France. Hughes' letter, written for delivery to his wife, who had died in 1979, was delivered instead to his then 86-year-old daughter in New Zealand by the fisherman himself, who, with his wife, was flown to New Zealand at the expense of the New Zealand Post. So, that's wow. kind of sweet in a weird way. That is sweet. 
better to it. I'm starting to think I don't want to write a letter in a bottle because I'm definitely going to die. It, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> all, the, all the people just... They did die. They get the connection. Yeah. If they didn't send those messages, then they would have been fine. It's like yeah. cursing your own fate, you know? You're like tempting yes. the gods. Like, hope this makes it. Yeah. All right, there's two more that, like, let you know that definitely, like, it's a bad idea. Death is coming. Yeah, yeah, death is coming. In May 2019, a Gatorade bottle with a four-page letter written in Spanish was found in Brown <laughs> Bay near Mount Gambier. I would just throw a full Gatorade bottle. <laughs> and people be like, oh, cool. <laughs> you open it up, up on the just coast 80 years later. Yeah. Oh, cool. I love the yellow flavor. Oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Every time. Why did I take this job? This person really needed some Gatorade. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> this Gatorade bottle was written in Spanish, found in Brown Bay near Mount Gambier, South Australia. The letter had been sent from Coleta Cor- Cordoba near Camarado River de Villa, Argentina. It's, it was sent from Argentina. Argentina. By a mother yeah. and two children. As a loving tribute to the to their husband and father who had died from a stroke a year earlier, so I mean that that one's at least not too bad. But this next one, in late 2019, a bottled message launched on August the first, 1994, by a 12-year-old named Ryan Mead was found near the mouth of Taramakau River in New Zealand. So they found it like mere months after this boy Mead who was at age 37, had died in a freak accident inhaling fumes <sighs> while laying carpet. Dude. Don't Dude. write messages in <laughs> Don't do it. It either means you're going to die, you know, yeah. when you throw it or when they find it. There's never been, yes. none of these cases are like, I wrote a message for someone and they got it. It never worked and yet they keep fucking doing it. Yeah. Okay, well, there is hope then because most recently, in the last day or so, a message is turned on Cuba on a bottle, and the letter inside was dated January 21st, 2021. But the letter that read Biden stole the election, ask you, tons of voter fraud, Dominion! Signed, the real president, Donald J. Trump, from Mar-a-Lago, Florida. He's gonna fucking die got him. now. Fucking got him. <laughs> you got him. Got him. Fucking got him. Got him, Ooh. bro. Fucking got him. That was the note he left. <laughs> that was the yeah. note he left. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we'd find it eventually. It just said, Hi, I am Donald. I am 76 years old. Breadcrumbs. <laughs>